This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Active Quest episode 115. I'm one of your hosts, Joseph Yaden. And joining me today is the, I almost said the beautiful British boy, but that's not, <laughs> that would be Chris. wrong. Yeah. Because um, I do it alphabetically. I want to yeah. preface that because I don't like picking favorites. I don't like that. So I just do it alphabetically. Anyhow, joining me is the Lego haired Josh Nichols. Hello, Josh. Hello, I am excited to talk about video games, and we are in the right spot for that. We are in the right spot for that. So, uh, Chris is out. Uh, he's taking a little rest, which we all need, of course. Um, and it's going to be me and Josh this episode. We should uh, make up like very obvious lies when one of us is out. Like, I think Chris is buying a new yacht this weekend. Yeah, Chris is. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> he says something about man. partying with Will Ferrell in in Cancun. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Don't really advise that since we have a little pandemic going mm, on still. But, in the middle uh, of a Panera Bread. He, in the middle, we're in the middle of a Panera Bread. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, Chris. Uh, I think he, Chris is still going to edit the episode so he can hear what we're saying. Hello, Chris. This is me saying hi to you from the past. I hope you've got a <laughs> yoo Love yoo Good flavor. Good time. Good. Yeah, I love a good yoo Good and chocolate I love a, even a, I love even a mediocre yoo Yoo-hoo's are good. They mm-hmm. kind of give me the. They kind of give me the. Well, I don't want <laughs> to. Kind of give me the bubbly rumblies, but they're good. The bubbly rum. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. You can't. You can't just. <laughs> you can't just drink a yoo-hoo and try to run like no. go out go on a fast-paced day. You have to like plan around yeah, a. You yoo-hoo. can't Anyhow. go on an elevator afterwards. You gotta. No. Oh God, no. <laughs> That's not. No. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> this is gonna be a an interesting show. Um, because Chris is normally here to keep us both. Mm-hmm in check but when it's just us two it's it's just chaos anyhow um we want to thank everybody for joining us today uh remember you can always find our show pretty much anywhere where podcasts are available you can get a hold of us via twitter at activequest show or via email at activequestpodcast at gmail.com keep those itunes ratings coming it really helps us out and remember to share the show with your friends your enemies your neighbor your mailman male woman male your loved person, ones male... your ex no not your no, no not not your not your loved one but your ex lover sure yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah no we don't talk anymore but check out this podcast check it <laughs> you up <laughs> <laughs> jesus all right um so we're gonna talk about some video games there's um a few bigger stories uh, a couple like you know game announcements that sort of thing um Deathloop got delayed, which is very just unsurprising. Um, what else? Uh, Yahoo Answers is uh, <laughs> is getting demolished. What is that the right word? But uh, it's it it lives on in typing of the dead. I don't know, uh, Josh. That's a you story. So uh, I think the biggest story of the week is 
the Jason Schreier report over at Bloomberg uh, with a bunch of PlayStation-related news. Um, and one of them is that they're apparently remaking The Last of Us, which I don't really understand, but we'll talk about that. Um, I got to check out Outriders, finally. It, it's, uh, it seems like it's working now. And I don't know that it has reached a very good video game level, but I'm still willing to keep playing it, so I'll leave it at that. Uh, Nintendo just uh, stealth dropped, or shadow dropped, whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, Pac-Man 99, and Josh, you've been playing that. I haven't gotten a chance to play it myself, but I am curious to hear your that thoughts. That is a very good video game. Uh, it has reached a very good video game level. Okay, I'm, I'm I like that we here. have a review scale, and it's basically like three quad <laughs> three like sections. It's like bad game, good game, and a very good game. And like, yeah. if we say it's a very good game, it's basically like the eight to ten range. Like, we don't need to <laughs> debate over a nine or a ten. It's a very good game. It's a very good game. Yeah. Um. Cool, Josh. Uh, you're wearing you're wearing your staple uh cardigan, yeah, of course. I got my my Black Panther shirt on. Oh, is that? He looks blue. Am I crazy? Is he? Blue? No, it's like it's like a comic book like stylized one. Uh, so it's like he's like uh, in a shadow or something. There's like light on him. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, I I never got into like the Marvel stuff really. I oh, have not Spider-Man. read comic books really because they stress me out. Because you go to get into a comic book series and it's like there's different sub stories <laughs> and there's different like storylines mm-hmm. and you don't want to miss an issue. You know what I mean? So uh, I only watch the like, movies. Yeah. And like yeah. the TV shows. Uh, you could get those like trade paperbacks. Mm, I think is with what like called, the full thing. Where, yeah. It's like the full thing. Yeah, that might be like the most convenient. I don't know. I used to be in the comics. I'd go every Wednesday. Every Wednesday was comic book day. And I didn't know what to do with I had all I had I had like thousands of comics. I didn't know what to do with them. Um anyway, that's a story for another time. Josh. Let's talk about some video games here. Um this is this goes this one here goes out to all you nerds out there. Uh Neo, The World Ends With You is launching this July. Let me get the actual release date here. July 27th. And that will be available on Nintendo Switch and PlayStation. And then it is coming to PC later in the summer, it looks like. So uh, that's the sequel, of course, to The World Ends With You. I never played it, but uh, I think Grayson, friend of the show, is excited about that. Um, Josh, this, this is one that you might be excited about. Uh, Destroy All Humans is coming to Nintendo Switch in June. Any any feelings about that? Uh, I never played them, but I always wanted to back in the day. Um, I think what I'm going to do, the original was like free with gold a few months ago. I think I'll probably check that out soon. And then mm. I'll try to grab this like during a sale sometime. Uh, is that way, A, this would be a good Switch game, I think. <laughs> and then, you know, B, that way I could have some space between trying the original. Then I could kind of compare it. And, you right. know, see, oh, yeah, see how different point. it is. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that you were into that. Maybe it's Chris. I don't know. I I didn't like that game. I, I played... Let's see. I think I played a preview build of it at PAX. Ah, uh, God, I can't remember. Yeah. And I just was like, eh, this is a little weird. Um, What else? More games. Here we go. Mass Effect Legendary Edition has gone gold. So that's good. That means it probably won't get delayed. Although Cyberpunk got went gold and then still got delayed afterwards so who knows this will probably come out on time um this is launching what is it may i can't remember may i don't know 
Who knows? <laughs> Let me see here. Chris, you can edit this out if you want. I am looking. Oh, May 14th is the date, and that's oh, coming man, that's to so soon. Oh. PS5, Xbox Series S and X. I kind of want Xbox it to get One delayed because I'm not gonna have. Why a lot is of, that? I'm not gonna have a lot of time to play it when it comes out, but like I'm gonna play it. Yeah. Like I'm just. It's. You know. I, I'm I'm at this I'm at this position where I'm like. I don't know what platform I want it on, and then I wish it was coming to Switch, but also I know that if it were to come on Switch, it would run like Dog Ball. What is it? Dog Ball? Oh, no. Dog Bollocks is good. What is it? Uh, I don't know. Dog mm. Run like ass, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> Maybe I can help you I, decide. Um, I'm buying an Xbox because I want to be able to... Um, I know it will always work. Oh shit! And like <laughs> yeah, that sounds like rude, but it's just like Sony's kind of show that they don't really give a shit about game preservation. Yeah. So and then and then I'm thinking about like trophies too. Like when it, when there's a game that I don't want that I'm not in, interested in getting the platinum for, I will play it elsewhere. Because oh right, want... yeah. Then get an Xbox because then you can. I might just, get it on Xbox. Then you yeah. can just um not you can just do what you want to do and not even feel like you have to, you know, look at trophies. Feel obligated, yeah. Because I, I, got, I got the Platinum, I think, in, in, I think, the first Mass Effect. Or maybe did the first? I don't know. I, I can't remember. Anyhow, I'm excited about this. And uh, I know this is crazy, and people probably will crucify me upside down for saying this, but I never played Mass Effect 2 or 3. I only played the first one. 2, so. is, two is very, very good. 3 is very good, too. Just 2 is just, like, perfect. Like... It's when I say that it's not because of anything against three. Um, three's great. It's just two. Like everything is just. It's just. It's like they got. I don't know. Two. Two. Two is just the definitive Mass Effect game. I think it's just really good. Yeah. Um. I hope. I'm sure this is the case, but I'm. I hope you can just start on two. And uh, yeah, I'm sure you can. You like, can. Yeah. Imp- no, no, but I mean like import your. I think you can import. Oh. Your uh. Data. Well, I know that. Um. There was a Genesis, uh, it was called Genesis, it was like a little interactive comic DLC yeah. for, um, oh. for the, uh, uh, it, was for, it was for when it came out on PlayStation 3 before the first game came out. Oh, And right. so it was yeah, basically yeah, yeah. took you through the story of one in like a little comic book movement, movement camera, and you got to learn the story and make the decisions. Yeah. And that DLC was also available on other platforms. It'd be cool if they just had that, because... That way, if people don't want to replay one, they could just jump into two. Like, I'm sure you're probably well, the, wanting to do, since you... Yeah, like, it's just, it's too many games, like, it's just too much. Yeah. I mean, what is that? That's probably, like, over 100 hours across all three games. Yeah. If, if you do everything, maybe, Even if know. you just kind of, like, did the mainline game, you're looking at at least, I would say probably at least 60 hours for all three games. Oh, 60? Okay, that's like a Like, total. Like, if you were just run, yeah. kind of kind of just doing the main story, yeah, it would really take a lot of time and if you're doing everything it would take even longer yeah uh okay so nonetheless that's gone gold and we will have coverage for that uh when it comes out um what else death loop got delayed and honestly like i'm like so not surprised about this uh it was supposed to come out may 21st it is now coming out september 14th um let's read the statement here from arcane lion uh quote We've made the decision to delay the launch of Deathloop to to September 14th, 2021. We're committed to quality and preserving our team's ambitions for Deathloop. Deathloop is in all caps, by the way. I don't understand. (laughs) It's like they're screaming, Deathloop! While ensuring the health and safety of everyone at Arcane, 
uh, we'll be using this extra time to accomplish our goal, create a fun, stylish, and mind-bending player experience. We apologize for the extended wait, and thank you, uh, and thank you all for your passion and excitement. It is the fuel that powers our creativity and our hard work. Uh, we can't wait to show you more Deathloop soon. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, and I love what they said here. Uh, bah, bah, bah. S- uh, ensuring the health and safety of everyone at Arcane. I think that's, um, yeah, I think that's great. I think that's important. Josh, I know you have strong feelings about that as well. Yeah, also, one thing that might benefit the delay, I mean, obviously that, like health and safety, very good, important, but also this will give more people a chance to buy a PlayStation 5. So it might even help with sales. I would hate for a new franchise to not do as well for something out of their control. You know? Yeah, you still, dude, you still can't get a PS5. I mean, what are we, April, November? December, January, February, March, April, five months out from Like, I feel for anything that's either risky um, or a new IP uh, launching in a time where you can't just walk into any store and just buy a PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X because then some of your audience might be like, yeah, I wish I could play your game, but I I can't, you know? And then it it looks like the game's not as successful, maybe. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure um so yeah we'll we'll also have coverage of that i'm really excited about that game. yeah me I think too it looks awesome um okay let's cover another story here getting the run of show together okay here we go um sony and netflix are partnering for an exclusivity deal uh where movies like uncharted and morbius which i guess is a comic book let's see let me google this morbius i think this is a comic book oh yeah 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 that guy okay uh, will be launching on the platform, uh, I guess, alongside the, the theatrical releases, which is interesting. Um, we'll read a little bit of this here from uh, Game Informer. This is Liana Ruppert. Uh, quote, Sony has even bigger film plans on the horizon in the coming future, including gaming adaptations on the horizon uh, with projects like the Uncharted movie. Um, with so many major companies having their own streaming service or partnering up with those that do for exclusive rights, it looks like uh, the company that gave us PlayStation uh, is looking to hop in bed with Netflix for 2022. According to a Variety report, uh, the Sony slash Netflix partnership uh, becomes official in 2022 with exclusive rights uh, for the company's upcoming movies and is set to extend over an 18-month period. The, uh, the, these films uh, that will stream exclusively, exclusively on Netflix include Morbius, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse 2, which we don't actually know that that's what it's going to be called. Uh, but I think that's what, I guess we'll just call it that. Um, and the prequel Uncharted film, I guess I didn't know it was a prequel, though. That makes sense because he's supposed to be younger. Prequel makes it sound like it's like canon. I don't know. Um, starring Spider-Man's Tom Holland. And then also the Spider-Man movies uh, will be coming that as well. Um, I'm just scrolling through here. Uh, okay, yeah. So that's, oh yeah, uh, Venom as well. Let There Be Carnage will be coming and uh spider-man no way home i'm excited um, for that venom movie dude the first venom movie is just it's just a fun movie have you seen it yet no i like I it's not like this highbrow or... like oscar worthy thing but it's just it's just it feels like a comic book movie from like the early 2000s but with like today's special effects yeah see that doesn't sound good to me because i because <laughs> i watched what was the uh daredevil i watched daredevil from the early 2000s and mm, no 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 much that, better than that i'm talking like x-men oh you know i'm talking like 
like uh, Spider-Man 2. I'm talking like oh, okay. the good movies from them. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely not Daredevil. That movie is not great. Although I will say there's a there's an extended cut of Daredevil where there's like 30 minutes or something of extra footage and there's like this extra side story that goes on and it's a little bit more violent or something. Hmm. That's a little bit more enjoyable, but still not very good. Anyway, Josh, what do you think of this Netflix and Sony partnership? I think this is very interesting. I think it's very good for Netflix. Um, I think it's good for Sony. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm surprised that it's not happening with HBO since Sony's already doing the Last of Us show with them and stuff. You know, oh, I'm yeah, surprised. That, I know this is different stuff, but I'm just saying I'm surprised that they're not like, oh, hey, while we're talking, you know, hmm. we would like to get some of your other stuff on here too. I almost wonder if they did do that and then they didn't, they couldn't make it work for some reason. Yeah, or maybe Netflix conflict. just outbid them or something. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, interesting. So the Uncharted movie, uh, Morbius, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2, which the first Into the Spider-Verse is a very good movie. That's, um, yeah, really, really good. And I, don't, and I don't even usually like comic book movies, but I thought that was very good. Uh, and then Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, I, I'm of the mind still that we don't need these, like, video game adaptations. So I, I'm, I'm more I'm interested really... in the shows because I think a TV series makes right. more sense for a game, you know? But, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, the movies, I'll watch them, especially on... since they're on Netflix. But... That's a good point. Yeah, I, th- I feel like people... I feel like this is something that like will just like open up more uh, like what is it like give you a a larger audience right when you put it on on netflix and it's supposed to last for 18 months um yeah Mm -hmm. you're just gonna put more you're gonna put more eyes on your uh on your shows and on your movies and stuff when you have it on netflix um netflix has good marketing too like i know when they have a new stuff whereas like prime and hulu right. and stuff i don't feel like i understand what you know they're, just, I, they're I i'll i'll jump on their platform and be like oh i didn't even know this came out last week whereas netflix right, i know yeah. when their stuff's coming out yeah and these are all uh i guess they're supposed to launch alongside uh the theatrical release which is honestly like like okay for something like i don't know like we'll just say like for me like spider-man or whatever venom i'm not gonna go pay 20 or whatever it is to to go see a movie to go see Venom at the theater, but I'll totally watch that at home, right? Versus, like, maybe something like, just because I really loved that Spider-Verse mo- movie, I would probably go pay to see that at the theater. But, yeah, I wonder if this is sort of like, you know, uh, people might not spend money to go see this at a theater, but maybe they, they might watch it at home. I feel like maybe Or maybe they weren't. Or, maybe people but, wouldn't be sure if they would, but after they check these out on Netflix... Then later they're like, "Oh, I liked the first one. I liked the I liked this one. I'm gonna go yeah. see this one in theaters. It's a good. Could it's be. a good. It's like a good advertisement almost. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's very interesting. Um, let's move on here, though. A couple more stories. Uh, Josh, this one's for you. <laughs> uh, Yahoo Answers lives on in new typing of the dead mod. This is. I mean, do you want to take the reins on this? Yeah. Because yeah. So I this am... is really cool. There is a uh, mod. It's, of course, free on Steam, and it's from the Yahoo Answers text Twitter account. Uh, they put 500 Yahoo Answers questions uh, in this pack that you can install uh, <laughs> in the game. And so, basically, Yahoo Answers questions and answers will be what will pop up when you're when you're typing stuff out. And it's just, 
I'm, I'm oh, gonna replay the fun. game with this uh, soon because it's so funny. Oh, that is funny. Okay, I see what you're saying. God, that is wow. That is like really creative. Jeez. Um, yeah. Dude, the uh, there's this video. You guys have probably all seen it. It's I don't know. It's this person who's just like reading people's um uh Yahoo questions and answers, but they're all related to being pregnant, and every one of them misspelled has like it's just a spelling disaster like it's like how uh, how am b to pregarante come me like what are you even or saying how like, is is it is one of them how is babby formed that's yeah how is examples babby, in this article how is, how is babby formed how is babby formed is babby formed if pregarante like what <laughs> it's just but it's like a three minute video of him just reading it and it's just fucking oh my god it's so good anyway r.i.p yahoo answers um okay one more story here before we get into sort of the main topic uh which is obviously all the sony stuff um josh this is another one for you uh time splitters uh 2's 4k port has been locked inside the home front sequel for years this is like absolutely bonkers um we've got a story from i kind of want them to make a documentary about this you know yeah <laughs> um here let's let's read a little bit of this here from um uh, Polygon. This is Owen S. Good. Quote, over the weekend, a former developer for Dan Buster Studios, the maker of Homefront the Resolution, uh, Revolution, revealed his favorite Easter egg, a full version of Time Splitters 2 in native 4K, even playable inside Homefront the Revolution. Problem was, he forgot the cheat code to unlock it. <laughs> well, problem solved. Modder slash hacker Lance McDonald um, set to reverse engineering uh, Homefront the Revolution's menus to figure out the way in, later realizing that, quote, emulation ninja, I don't know what that means, and Xbox principal software engineer Spencer Perelut um, had already tweeted it out on Thursday. A tipster told Polygon it comes from this Discord group. There's a link there. Um, here's the cheat code. There's a bunch of cheat codes here you guys can look at on the, uh, on the article here. Um, it has... It had been known since uh, Homefront Resolutions uh, 2016's launch that Dan Buster, the developers, had sneaked two playable Time Splitters 2 levels uh, into the Homefront world in the form of an arcade cabinet inside a Resistance hideout. That's so funny. Um, Josh, do you, <laughs> are you are you interested in this? Yeah. So not only is this really like cool, but like it's also funny because I I, I read that he put the code in like a notebook, but he lost the notebook so that's he didn't have that is the, so crazy yeah he didn't have the code anymore but yeah luckily somebody figured it out but this is pretty cool i saw people um on reddit talking about how it probably only be a matter of time before someone figures out a way to basically pull the file from the game yeah and then release it right. and that way people and then just, just play time splitters 2 play, and 4k yeah yeah because then and, then it, then it could be one of those things like hey in order to use this mod or whatever you have to you know own a legal copy of Homefront, but now you could just play time splitters 2 right. on its own instead of having to launch wants, the game who, who wants to buy a freaking copy of Homefront? my god i mean <laughs> that's asking a lot <laughs> now the game's good now the game oh god <laughs> i'd be curious to see that's if this great. increases the prices of used copies or something you know like now now including uh, time splitters 2 and they put the code in the in the manual in, like in the dude that that game i would do that if so i owned a bad. small shop you know that game is so bad though the Homefront. it's like so so bad uh i wonder maybe now it'll just be a reasonable price because before <laughs> i mean when i worked when i worked at gamestop you can get this game for like 99 cents 
Yeah, now it'll um, be like five dollars. Now it's like five bucks. Yeah, reasonable. Yeah. All right. Um, that's it for like the quick stuff, really. Um, all right, Josh, we've got a couple stories uh, to get into for the news. So, are you ready to jump into some news? Yes. Let's jump into some news. Um, okay, so first story here. This one isn't too wild, but I did want to f- uh, follow up on this. And Josh, thank you for reminding me about this. Um, so last week when we were talking about the MLB, the show stuff, we were wondering like how that came to be, what w- what went on with all that. And um, there was a, a story over at Inverse, um, Thomas Franzesi, Franzess, I hope I'm saying your name right. Um did a, a great report here, and uh, they spoke with a, a Sony spokesperson here. And most of the article, there's a, there's a lot to go into here. We'll link it in the show notes. Um, but I did want to read a couple quotes from this article because I, uh, it sort of answers our questions from last week. Um, <clears throat> so uh, we'll start a little bit partway through the article here. Quote, According to PlayStation, the decision to bring MLB The Show 21 to more platforms and Game Pass came straight from MLB. Quote, as part of the goal for this year's game, MLB decided to bring the franchise to more players and baseball fans, end quote. A PlayStation representative tells Inverse, quote, this decision provides a unique opportunity to further establish MLB The Show as a as the premier brand for uh, baseball video games, end quote. Um... Ba, ba, ba. We'll move on here. Oh, yeah. Actually, well, let's read a little bit more. Um, Sony Interactive Entertainment agreed to support more platforms when it renewed its license agreement with MLB in late 2019. MLB appears to have one... Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, appears to have gone further to get the game in the hands of as many players as possible. Omdia principal analyst George Jijashvili, I hope I'm saying that right, tells Inverse this move is primarily about expanding the series' reach. Quote, this is all about MLB finding a bigger audience which took precedence over console manufacturing, uh, over console manufacturer jousting, end quote, he explains. Um, and then, yeah, okay, that's pretty much it. So, uh, interesting that, that MLB was pushing, pushing to get this done. Um, that, I guess, makes sense, because, like, yeah, why would Sony... It, it doesn't make sense that Sony would do that, but I'm glad we have, you know, sort of a more clear uh, explanation here. Josh, what do you make of this story? I think it shows that MLB just really wants people to play their game, and, they, you know, and, and that makes sense. Like, why would they care where people play it? Yeah, why, They're just yeah, like, why buy a baseball they? game. And it's just... Dude, it's so baffling to me that... That there for years, you couldn't play ba- your baseball game on the Xbox. It's so crazy. It almost feels like PlayStation approached MLB first and was like, "Hey, you know, we'll help make a baseball game. It'll be really cool." Type thing, and they were like, "Yeah, okay, cool." And then it's almost like MLB the show like looked over and saw like the numbers Madden was doing and was like, "Wait a minute, no, yeah. we want <laughs> we want that Madden yeah. money, <laughs> the Madden money." Um. It's still not coming to PC, which is kind of odd. Uh, Kennedy's dad really likes baseball games, and I was telling him about, about this, and he was like, so is it coming to PC? And I'm like, I don't, it, I don't think so. It doesn't look like hopefully, it is. It hopefully like, eventually. Like, I just don't yeah. get, I, I don't get why it's not coming to PC. Get him a anyway, Series have, S and, uh, and Game Pass. And Game Pass, yeah. Um, so that answers our question. It was MLB that was responsible for that. 
Um, okay, Josh, let's talk about the big, big story. Uh, there's kind of a lot to unpack here with this Jason Schreier report. Um, let me get the actual report pulled up here from uh, Bloomberg. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, we'll Michael read... Bloomberg wrote this? Getting into the games. Mm-hmm. Michael Bloomberg. We'll read... God, this is a, a, lo- a long article. I don't, are we... <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to read this whole thing, and we don't want to steal the clicks from uh, Bloomberg. But, um, yeah, we'll read a couple, a couple uh, sections here. So, this is over uh, at Bloomberg. This is Jason Schreier. Um, Sony's obsession with blockbusters is stirring unrest within, play- within PlayStation Empire. A small team had big ambitions for a Last of Us remake, but Sony handed the work to star studio Naughty Dog. Quote, Sony's, uh, Sony Corp's visual art, arts service group has long been the unsung hero of many hit PlayStation video games. The San Diego-based operation helps finish off games uh, designed at other Sony-owned studios with animation, art, and other content and development. But about three years ago, a, a handful of influential figures within the visual arts and service group decided they wanted to have more creative control and lead game direction rather than being supporting actors on popular titles such as Mar- uh, such as Spider-Man and Uncharted. Michael Mumbauer, Mumbauer, uh, who took over direction of the visual arts service group in 2007, recruited a group of about 30 developers internally uh, and from neighboring game studios to form a new development unit within Sony. The idea was to expand upon some of the company's most successful franchises, and the team began working on a remake of the hit uh, of the 2013 hit The Last of Us for the PlayStation 5. But Sony never fully acknowledged the team's existence or gave them the funding and support needed to succeed in the highly competitive video game market, according to people involved. The studio never even got its own name. Instead, Sony moved ownership of The Last of Us remake to its original creator, Naughty Dog, a Sony-owned studio behind many of the company's best-selling games and an HBO television series in development. So let's stop right there. Um, Yeah, so this is crazy. So basically this, like, this San Diego studio was making... I think they were just, like, twiddling around with, with this, like... Um, and I actually, um, I was listening to Jeff Grubb's podcast and he said something like that they were, that, that he, he's under the impression that they wanted to like remake, uh, Uncharted first or that they were maybe thinking about that. And then they sort of settled on The Last of Us for some reason, um, simply because I think they, they thought it might be easier. I, I don't know if that's true, but that, I guess, I think that's like Jeff Grubb's conjecture. Um, and, and then and then basically Sony saw that and were like, oh, cool. Yeah, let's just move that over to Naughty Dog. So that right there is like, there's so much going on in just that little excerpt that I read. And it kind of makes me feel badly for some of these, um, uh, like, developers who maybe have, like, a, a, a lot of creative ideas. And it's to the point now where, like, you know, business, business, business is, like, the number one goal. And it's the number one driving force here. Um, so a couple questions for you, Josh. Number one, what do you make of, uh, sort of this idea about creativity and, you know, make the idea that, that these, you know, smaller developers here, uh, seem like, you know, they can't really do what they want to do. And what do you make of a remake of The Last of Us, a game that came out in 2013? 
So I am troubled, but cautiously optimistic about PlayStation's future. Um, I obviously really enjoy their blockbuster titles, but for me, uh, my favorite stuff from PlayStation was always stuff like Loco Roco, you know, Parappa the Rapper, you know, like the right like the, the the just the more quirky and unique titles. And it felt like PlayStation was, was the only company really doing that for a long time. I think yeah. Xbox is kind of branching out and kind of doing more stuff like like that. I can't name a lot of examples because I think Xbox is newer to that. But I mean, you know, stuff like Cuphead, we wouldn't have seen from Microsoft, you know, like in the 360 generation. But like toward the end of the Xbox right. One generation, it feels like they started really focusing on those in-between, double-A, different, weird, unique, quirky, whatever kind of titles. Um, so it's 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 weird to kind of see them almost switching places there. I feel like Xbox was kind of labeled the the you know the company that only cares about the big games like halo and now it seems like xbox is kind of diverse yeah it's like flipped it's flipped yeah yeah for sure and i don't i don't i don't like that i think that's 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 not good for the industry i think it's good if both companies are you know being creative and and really letting their their talent stretch their you know their 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 arms (laughs) and really just make what they want to make um, I didn't include Nintendo because Nintendo's, you know, doing its own thing and they're They're so weird. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, not yeah. really doing anything that's uh, problematic as far as game development goes. Um The Last of Us what remake. About... I yeah. am gonna play it obviously. I'm not really upset that they're remaking it. For me, I think um I think that would not be getting received poorly if it weren't for these other decisions happening at the same time. I don't right. think it necessarily needs to be <laughs> We're making these poor decisions and remaking The Last of Us. I think it could be, you know, th- this this could be a, a a much different thing. It could be, well, if you don't like it, don't play it. If you do like it, play it. Period. But instead, PlayStation's like accidentally attached these two things together, and so it's going to kind of cause, um, I think it's going to hurt sales and reception leading up to the game because whenever it gets you know kind of talked about, people are going to be like, yeah, but to get this, you did this even though that doesn't have to be true you know yeah uh and the uh, remake so couple- itself i feel like it's probably happening because of the show i feel like they're probably yeah. doing a ratchet and clank thing so yeah exactly it, the 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 show and the game are gonna like go hand in hand with one another so like yeah that's a good point in and of itself i don't think that's a terrible idea but i think <laughs> basically like pulling work from this studio that sucks right and yeah. then also forcing naughty dog to do this instead of what they maybe want to do yeah they probably I, I don't, don't want to do this like when uh twin think, snakes yeah, got made on gamecube hideo kojima specifically was like my team's not gonna be as i mean i'm paraphrasing but he basically said my team shouldn't do this game because they already made this game and right. they're not gonna enjoy remaking it it's not gonna be fun it's not gonna be exciting it's gonna feel like work so right. yeah, I don't think I don't think it's even going to give us a necessarily better product by being like, "Hey, Naughty Dog, make this game again." Right. So the other big piece of news here, this article is, is massive in it, and we just don't have time to to cover the whole thing. And I think you guys should go read it because it's it's pretty fascinating. Um, the other big portion here is that uh, Bend Sony Bend pitched Days Gone Two, and apparently Sony shut them down, and. What's fascinating about this is Days Gone sold pretty respectably. Like, I, it didn't do, like, Spider-Man numbers or uh, whatever. What's, uh, what's the Guerrilla game? Horizon. It didn't do Horizon. It wasn't God of War, but, you know. Yeah, right. But, but 
I think it did respectably, and it, it, I thought we all were pretty much, like, of the assumption that that game was going to get a sequel. It, and what's, what's interesting is I think that game, while it didn't blow me away, I, I actually kind of liked it. I thought it was pretty good, mm-hmm. and I thought yeah. it was a great foundation, sort of like an Assassin's Creed or, or, or Uncharted, where, like, the first game comes out, it's good, it's got great ideas, and then the second one is, like, Awesome, I feel like right? Days Gone Two could have been like like a game of the year type game, legitimately. Exactly. I think yeah. they could have done some really cool shit. So so basically, what happened with this is it didn't sell well enough, apparently, and it was in development for just way too long, and that's fair. I do think this game was in development for way too long. Um, I don't know why that is. That could be. Uh, there's a number of reasons why that could be. It could be you know lack of direction. I don't know management. But nonetheless, they pitched that, and they said no. Sony said no. So now I feel like uh, it looks like um, Bend is going to be sort of a more of a support studio, which is pretty disheartening to see, uh, because I do think there's a bunch of talented developers there, you know. So yeah, Josh, and then on you, top of that, oh, I was just gonna uh, add add on, on top of that, they were helping Naughty Dog with. Uh... With a multiplayer game, one one part of the studio, and then another yeah. part of the studio was working on the uh, Uncharted game, and uh, some people were upset and they they left. And then on top of that, they basically pleaded to be removed from the project because they were worried about getting absorbed into Naughty Dog instead of getting to be their own studio. So yeah, I don't know. This is really this is a uh, I don't like I don't like seeing this stuff. This. I know that I seem really cool on PlayStation a lot because I criticize them, but like I I I criticize them because I I I love the PlayStation brand, and I when they make poor decisions, I criticize them. the The pendulum just happens to be in this direction. I criticized the shit out of Xbox for years, but we weren't doing a podcast then. <laughs> my my point is though that you know I, I I want them to succeed. I I like when they make really creative games. I like when they I love I just. What makes PlayStation so special for me is their variety, and they're they're slimming that down. You know, I yeah, like that they've like, got the the small games, the big games, the creative games. Like they're all, they're almost like a, a an, an amalgamation of like Microsoft and Nintendo. Like they kind of cover all the all all three right. sides of development, and now they're not. I don't. I don't yeah, like and like they're it, it's it's baffling to me. It really is because there was a time it was like you know around the the beginning of the PS4 era. When we were just getting a variety of games, like, you know, there were, you know, VR games and, and, and all these different style of games. And yeah, maybe they didn't sell very well, um, but it, it's just, it, it was interesting. And now we've got The Last of Us, you got God of War, and you got Spider-Man. And those are three third-person action games, right? And I know they're all very different, and uh, Horizon as well. Third-person action game. Like, I don't know, man. I think um, I would like to assume that Sony knows what they're doing because they're a business and they have, you know, they have smart people that work there. So, like, I don't want to just immediately uh, count Sony out with this. Uh, but based on the information we have here and, you know, the fact that people were leaving and, and the fact that they folded uh, Japan Studio into basically they shuttered japan studio um all these things it just doesn't look good and we haven't seen the the those trees bear fruit yet and so all we can say is that 
seems shitty, right? Like that's that's all we've got at this point. Well, and even so, if even if the projects they're working on turn out well, the the projects that we're not getting are still, you know, that that's still right. Yeah, like what are we what are we not note. getting? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. and like so, the studio shuttering and closing, like that's just that's a bummer. I love Japan Studio. Like, yeah, me too. They make awesome yeah. games, or they, they did. did. Yeah, I mean they they worked on uh, Demon Souls. Yeah, and and uh, Astrobot. obviously. Astrobot and yeah, yeah, all these other awesome games. So, Ape Escape too, uh, right? I mean, that was I think a while so, yeah. ago, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So anyway, this is, this is uh, kind of disheartening to see. The one thing, this isn't in this report here. There was a podcast with David uh, Jaffe on it, who is the creator of God of War. And he said something to the effect of that Sony is working on, the word he uses, a counterpunch to uh, Xbox Game Pass. So that's cool. good to know. I, I don't, I don't, know what that is i don't know if you know if that's true or not but he's you know he seems pretty reputable so anyway i wanted to cover this it's a bummer i'm sad about it and uh yeah i i I don't i'm not in love with the way sony has been handling things for like the past couple years honestly i just feel like especially compared to the way microsoft has been handling things and i don't want to make it like a competition because it's that's really annoying to me, like <laughs> always making things a competition. But it is um, noticeable how Microsoft has been handling things versus how Sony has been handling. Things, it's right? it's weird even so, too that Microsoft's know. got more studios now. Like that's bizarre. Like it's just it's weird. Yeah, I would yeah, I exactly never would have expected what, that yeah. to happen. And 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 look at look at all the games Microsoft has in development that we know of. Uh, there, I mean, there are a crazy amount of games that they have that are pretty varied, I feel like. Um, you got stuff like The Gunk, which looks really cool. Um, Avowed, which was, it's that Obsidian RPG. Um, obviously Halo. Obviously uh, uh, Perfect Dark. Forza Grounded when that I'm trying to out. think of an like, equivalent. It would be like if Microsoft Fable. closed Rare and... Um, made obsidian and rare go work on a halo 5 remake right like yeah. like no don't do that don't do that it's so bizarre maybe it's halo so bizarre. maybe halo 4 because it's a little you know closer to the last of us release date but like don't right. do that or do both you know let them do their thing and remake halo 4 remake the last of us that's that's my yeah. biggest frustration is they they have the money and resources to 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 do everything they they, they they want to do and, you know, not close these studios and stuff. Like, right. I don't know. Yeah. So nonetheless, kind of a sad story, but uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, and yeah, let us know what you think about this. Pretty uh, unanimously on the, uh, on Twitter and stuff, people were mad about this. Like, it's just, um, so I don't know. The other thing I want to mention too, is that uh, with Jason Schreier's reporting, he what's the word i don't want to say that he has an agenda because i don't i don't think that's exactly right but he definitely there's like a narrative that he's sort of going for and so i don't i don't want to take this report 100 percent to heart like i'm sure all this stuff happened but but there might be other stuff that that isn't reported on that might not make this seem as bad as it is or maybe even things that he doesn't have information on yet yeah exactly despite trying to get all the information yeah Right, because Jason Schreier loves to report on, like, bad shit. <laughs> That's, like, kind of his thing. Like, have you noticed that? He, like, always reports on bad shit. I don't know yeah. why. I don't, I don't know if that's 
if that's because there's always bad shit happening or if he sort of looks for that. I don't know. It's kind of a different topic. But anyway, um, Josh, let's take a little break. And when we come back, we will answer some listener questions and then talk about the games we've been playing. We'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, everybody, we are back. Now is the time of the show where we answer your listener questions. We only have one question uh, this week. It, uh, again, it was a little bit of a slower week, but uh, remember, you can always reach us uh, on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow uh, via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com or every Wednesday, sometimes Thursday. It's been Thursday lately because Wednesdays have been really busy for some reason for me. But anyway, between Wednesday and Thursday. We post our Twitter thread asking for questions and comments from our audience. So we've got a question here, um, and <laughs> I must wonder, Chris, can, maybe Chris can edit in him, him, him participating here, uh, because I'm not going to scream purchase. at Oh yeah, yeah, that that as well. Um, because we have a question, Josh, from number one Turner and Hooch fan, and Chris, if you want to edit in you saying Hooch right now, you certainly can. <laughs> Okay, maybe you did or maybe you didn't. Maybe I sound like an idiot right now. I don't know. Um, number one turn on Hooch fan asks, Hey, buds, rip-roaring question for Yuz, W-A-S. Do you think the Proclaimers would have made that song if they had to walk a hundred or a thousand and one miles instead of just a thousand? <laughs> also, were they, were they, being twins and all, singing about twins? Or did they both want to get with the same girl? So for the... <laughs> God, this is that song. Uh, I, I guess it's called A Thousand... Is it called A Thousand Miles? Here, hold on. Uh, Proclaimers. Oh, it's five... Is it 500? I thought it was A Thousand Miles. I'm gonna be 500 miles. That's, that's the song. I wish we could play it here, but we would get a copyright strike. Uh, let's read the lyrics. Um, and I would, <laughs> this is the chorus, and I would roll 500 miles and I would roll 500 more. Oh, just, that's why it's a thousand. <laughs> 500 right. and then 500 more. Okay. Yeah. Just to be the, <laughs> the man who rolls a thousand miles to fall down at your door. Oh, that's a nice little lyric there. Um, so, so let's go back to the question. Uh, would oh if they would have had to walk a thousand and one miles yeah that might have been too much that might have been the limit i don't know um, or it just wouldn't have they, rolled the same you know 500 miles and then the next lines and then 501 more it doesn't or maybe it's 500 miles and a half yeah 500 and a half it just wouldn't yeah, have the cadence right. is ruined no i'm glad they walked the right distance or maybe they did walk over a thousand miles, but they just capped. They just called it. a thousand. They're like for the for song, the though. We got to have it sound for the sake of the song. Right. There's a, yeah, yeah, there's a lot that could have gone. And then the second question, uh, since they were twins, were they singing about other twins or did they want to get with the same girl? That's always weirded me out. The, tw- mm-hmm. the twin thing. If you're like a twin and you and you have a girlfriend or or no, hold on. If your if your girl if your girlfriend is a is twins. 
or does that mean you're attracted to her sister? It's kind of a weird yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's. I don't know. Well, we and talk then, about that. Yeah, and <laughs> it's if like you both get you married, talk. then you're related to each other. Like that's. <laughs> yeah, that's you know? true too. Yeah, very bizarre. Anyway, yeah. thank you, number one Turner and Hootram, for your for your question there, Josh. Let's talk about what we've been playing. Um, yes. I'm gonna toss it over to you first, if that's okay with you, of course. Yeah. Um. So I haven't been playing as much. Well, okay, I've been playing two games that are under embargo, so I can't talk about them yet. I'll talk about them next week. Um, but other than that, I just replayed um, uh, Condemned Criminal Origins. A very good video game. A very good video game. Um, yeah, because I'm doing. A, I did it. Well, I just finished it today. It'd probably be live by the time this is published. Um, but did a retrospective on it for oh. uh, Retroware. Um, I considered doing that later in the year um towards halloween oh, for the spooky time yeah i was going to then i thought what if other people write about it and then oh, no one true. gets to read about my thoughts in this game so i'm like i'm gonna do it now no one's writing spooky stuff in april so um other than that <laughs> I'm, I'm what i was gonna say I, I like that logic i'm gonna write a christmas article right now Fuck yeah it. and then everybody's gonna see it they'll be like this look at this fucking guy writing about christmas in april <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Okay, um, so and then I also um, have been playing Pac-Man '99. Well, hold on, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go back to I want to talk oh, about yeah, Condemned we, for a second. Got... Condemned is fucking awesome. Now, yeah. this is this game. Uh, my okay. Granted, my memory is that it's awesome. I haven't played this game in probably ten. God, probably fifteen years, maybe. Yeah, it's I haven't it played this game in... about sixteen years ago now. Okay, yeah, I haven't played this game since it came out. Probably. Um, couple couple points about this game. Number one. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, but the majority of the combat in this game is melee. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You'll, you and can it's... use firearms if you find them, but, um, oh, sorry, the audio, uh, the, yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, the, you can use guns if you find them, but they don't, you don't find ammo. So you pick a gun up, it's got five bullets in it. That's what you get. And then it turns into oh, a melee weapon yeah. where you're just like pistol whipping you people. Bash people, but it, it's yeah. not a good weapon. It's basically just so you still have a weapon but yeah right okay and, and then um there's, there's a couple things so there's um i remember a bunch of spooky mannequins right is mm-hmm. that is that correct are there a bunch of spooky man okay yeah I'm just in, trying in to the department my... store mall yeah in the department yeah yeah, yeah 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 exactly so this is a first person horror game and i i always remember like uh uh getting like um pipes and stuff and like hitting the, mm-hmm. the enemies with pipes um, and the other fun fact about this game is that on Xbox 360, this game only has 970 gamer score. They forgot. Mm, yep. I, I don't know if they, they like forgot to make it a thousand gamer score. I don't know why. I don't know. It's very strange. Which is funny too, because um, it, it was a launch title. So it's really funny. They, yeah. for, they didn't get that right. I think that's probably why it was a launch game and they were just like, oh yeah. Um, so do what, do you think this game still holds up or Oh, absolutely. Or yeah. I replay this every year or two. It's, it's. It's one of my favorite horror games. Um, I would recommend everybody that's a fan of, of horror games play it. It's available on whatever Xbox you're playing on because it's backward compatible. Um, and then it's also on PC. Um, it, and it's it goes on sale sometimes, but like the regular price is 20 bucks, And like I think it's absolutely worth, you know, throwing 20 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Or you can throw a, a if you've, you probably, you might have a copy of it lying around. Yeah. Because uh, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it, it was pretty common back in the day. I don't know if it's maybe jumped up in value now. But yeah, Condemned. I always wanted to go back to that. Um, there's a sequel, Condemned 2. And I don't remember anything about that game except for that there's a fight with a bear. Do you recall this? Did you play Condemned 2? I didn't 2? like the sequel. I didn't, I didn't, um, 
I didn't play a lot of it. I rented it when it came out, but I didn't like it. And th this was before I was as like plugged into like news and review. You know, I read stuff, but not as much as I do now. Um, yeah. And so I didn't realize that it was just me or I thought it was just me. Like I thought like, oh, oh I didn't thought... like that for some reason. Weird. And then I found out, oh, other people uh, yeah, most didn't people, like yeah, it as wasn't much as either. Yeah, 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 I was reading about the development of that when I was working on my article for the first game because I was just curious like, yeah, you know what? While I'm reading about this, I want to figure out what, you know, what, what issues did the second one have? And one of the big things was this was back when every game had to have multiplayer. And yeah, so exactly. a whole bunch it of the team had to work on mode. the multiplayer component. And they even right. said uh, after the game came out and they didn't let, let them do a third game that it was uh, they really wish they could have had the whole team working on the game. Instead yeah, of, no shit. Yeah. This arbitrary yeah, need for that was uh, such a weird uh, time. Yeah, there was like a six year period where like it didn't matter what it was. There was a multiplayer. mode. It was it was pretty much from like 2009 to 2000 or maybe it's like 2008 to 2013 something like that uh because tomb raider the original or not the original but the the, the reboot, reboot yeah i actually really had, liked the multiplayer mode from that yeah one. i thought it was good it was yeah that's the thing some of these games had pretty good multiplayer like the last of us as well great multiplayer that multiplayer is fucking awesome same with um, uh bioshock 2 it was really good i never it played this, it but it you was always the civil war it, yeah. between the uh andrew ryan side and the atlas side which of course that happened in the story too so right. it was kind of yeah, neat yeah, yeah. there was a spot to put it but yeah, right. I didn't need to it have it. Yeah, yeah, but um, cool. So, uh, Pac-Man '99, Josh. I haven't actually gotten a chance to play this, but oh, it's great. You... Yeah, it's really good. Tell us about Pac-Man '99. So, um, this is the same kind of uh, uh, multiplayer as Tetris '99 and uh, Super Mario '35. R.I.P. Nintendo. R.I.P. Killed Mario. March thirty-first. Popped a cap at him. <laughs> It's gone. <laughs> Threw him in a green pipe, <laughs> put a lid on it. The it next time you see Mario, it's actually Wario in costume after extensive uh Oh no health changes, yeah. That's... Oh, he just lost weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh cool. But so, yeah, so... the the game is great. It's uh basically, you know, you're 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 um going around getting the dots, of course, just like you are, and the dots make the fruit come back and the fruit resets the map. And the reason the map needs to be reset is because your four power pellets, once you use them, of course, they're gone. So it's a constant um, decision-making process between um, getting, getting the power pellets to get ghosts to then, oh, I need to get some smaller pellets so I can bring the fruit back, bring the pellets back. And then while that's happening, you're trying to get as many ghosts gobbled up because that affects the other players' games, of course, and puts, um, uh, I think they're called... Uh, uh, pac-man jammers or jammer jammers i forgot pack pack jammers i forgot um it's uh basically they're um smaller they they look like pac-man but they're a different color they're just it's a white outline and they'll oh, okay. carry the other players um games and when you hit those it slows you down and right you, the more ghosts that another other players are eating and hitting towards your game the more of the pac-man jammers that will appear in your game which will uh, then flood the map with these slowdown hazards. Right. And, you know, you can hit, hit, hit some and maybe survive, but if you've got a ghost right on you and you hit one, then it's, you know. You're, it's, yeah. yeah. So, um, now, once you hit a fruit, though, it will reset the map and wipe those out. Yeah. So you're moving around constantly in the map because you're like, oh, I need to get a power pellet. I'm about to take out this ghost train. Oh, shit. Actually, there's a lot of jammers in the map. I need to go get the, you know, get, eat some power pellet or some regular pellets to get the fruit to come back to reset the map or i need to go get the again the fruit always appears in the same spot it's right at the bottom underneath the little ghost uh right 
community center, I'm going to call it. I don't know what the little <laughs> rectangle is called. I'm not, but, I'm not up on my Pac-Man. Yeah, anymore. and then there's also red jammers, red Pac-Man jammers, and those ones are instant deaths. Oh, yeah, wow. If you hit so, that, it doesn't slow you down. You actually die. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, how have you gotten any wins? Like, is Yeah, I've gotten a couple. Diff- oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, uh, because I'm, I'm, I played... Um, I played a Tetris 99 and Mario 35 and I just um, like the, the, the battle Royale thing. It is just so hard. I was like really I, good at super Mario 35. I'm terrible at Tetris 99. Like I'm pretty, yeah. pretty decent at Tetris, but the, um, fuck, what's the word? The, uh, the, like the, the, uh, the curve for, uh, yeah. I forgot, but like, there's a huge difference between being like good at Smash and being really good at Smash. That I forgot, whatever right. that's called. Um, the learning. Oh, it's like a bell curve or something. Yeah, the bell curve. Like, I'm 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 good at Tetris, like around like most people, but like the people that are good at Tetris, they're all playing Tetris 99, and so I can't, I can't yeah. play it. I'm really bad yeah. at it. But yeah, this is very very good. Now there are a couple of other modes that you can buy. Um, in the eShop, like the offline mode, which basically it, it makes it so you're playing the main mode, except for it not online. So there's, you know, 98 hmm. uh, AIs that are playing. I haven't bought that yet, but I probably will eventually. But um, I, the reason that makes me happy hmm. is that means they're probably not going to take this away. Because Tetris also oh, had yeah. paid DLC and they kept that. It wasn't taken down. Like Oh, that's a good point. Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And this is free, by the way. Pac-Man. Yeah, the, the regular free. game is oh, free. You just have to have well, Switch online. It's- yeah, yeah, it's not it's not really free because you have to have Switch Online, but yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna check this out. Uh, I I like Pac Man. I think more than well, do I like Pac Man more than Tetris? I don't know. I'd, I'd have to. I don't know. Tetris Effect is really good. I think it's easier to feel a sense of progression and success, right? In this one, like even if you don't win, I think it's I, I think I, I think it's still really fun. Whereas okay. in Tetris, I'm just like, oh, I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm getting my ass kicked. Get Whereas ass kicked. Yeah. this one, um, I don't know. It just even if I get like 50th place, I still had fun for a couple seconds, and then I'm back in another match. And <laughs> a couple know. seconds. Oh shit. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not gonna stand a chance at this, but nonetheless, I'll check it out. Um, yeah, it's fun. Cool. Cool, Josh. Uh, all right. I got. I'll. I'll I have a couple games I want to talk about, and then we'll wrap up here. Um, so I did. I played Oddworld Soulstorm, and I wanted to play that because it's new and it just came out, and uh, you know I wanted to have a little bit of coverage. It's in for that. Plus and too, just reminding everybody. It's on, if yeah, you it's on PlayStation have plus. plus. Go ahead and grab it and try it for PS5 only, by the way, though. Just letting everybody know. So if you have, if you, if you don't have a PS5, you can't play. Can you claim it if you don't have a five yet? Yeah, you can claim okay. it. You just can't play yeah, it. Yet. You, okay. You just can't. You have to have. Yeah, it's only the PS5 version. The PS4 version is not free on Plus. Um, so I want to give people my history with the Oddworld series. Uh, I don't have one because I've, <laughs> I've never, I've never played an Oddworld game. Um, so just keep that in mind with what I'm about to say. Uh, I, I didn't like it basically. So it, it's a, pl- it's a side scrolling platformer and, uh, it, I don't know what it, I think what it came down to was that it just was too like finicky or like something was up with the with the precision of it like there are these sections where you have to um like jump up and like grab a uh a platform and like climb up on top of it or something and i just kept i kept missing the 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 platform i couldn't i couldn't tell where i needed to to 
to be to get to like the hitbox was weird or something. So that was kind of annoying. Um, and I don't know. It just like overall the the I I, I wasn't into the the vibe of the of the platforming itself. But I will say the the environments and the the like themes and the animation. Holy shit! Like there's this opening segment and. It was fucking awesome. The opening segment of this game, if you guys have played it, you you know what I'm talking about. It was like, I don't want to spoil anything. I know it's the opening section, but I cuz cuz you haven't played it yet, Josh. If you're into like you you like these games, this opening section is probably going to grab you and you're probably going to be into this. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I'm not going to play any more of it. I <laughs> I think I'm just going to wait for you for you to cover it, Josh, because I I just think basically it's not for me. It's, I think we'll, put, the platforming thing you mentioned way. is that that holds true. That's how it was in the originals too. Like it's it's really snappy. Like you you have to get the buttons just right. I'm mm. assuming they probably have unlimited lives in this one too, right? Yeah, unlimited okay. lives. Yeah, I mean, I used to I used to die all the time in in the in the in the originals. Like I I hundred percented both games, and that's like the proudest my proudest like video oh, game shit. achievement. Like those wow. And that was when I had more time and patience. Like, I was, like, a teenager, you yeah. know? But, yeah, those games are really, really hard. And they, um... Take... They, they, it, I, they take... The, almost like Donkey Kong Country, where you're, like, you die, you go back, you make a little bit more progress, you die, you go... You know what I mean? Like, they have that kind of flow, or at least the, the original right. version. Right. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. Um, I, I don't know if it's just that I'm not used to these games, or if I am not invested, but I, I played it, and I'm like, man uh something's something's up with this yeah and that's hey at least it was in plus and you got to try it exactly yeah so so uh, and and honestly i think i've heard other people make those same complaints as well for about this game so it's not just me but i don't yeah i've heard mixed reception that's it's not just you for sure yeah um but i don't want to shit all over one of your favorite series so i'll let you play it and you can cover it when you get a ps5 or or if you buy the PS4 I am hoping that it does well financially because if this does well financially, then they said they're going to make the third game in the series, which oh would be okay. cool because this is a That'd remake, cool. and then the other one was a remake, and then the next one would be the first third game. Thir- oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, they did well, much yeah. as Odyssey. I'm hoping that they're going to kind of just pretend that didn't happen because that wasn't good. That was a uh, yeah, but much man, the, not very good. The the animations, man, that in the opening segment. I mean, it was like. It was awesome. It was really, really cool. So anyway, I don't know. How's the voice uh, acting? Is it is it really good? Yeah, yeah. The voice acting cool. was great. Like I was, I was in for that opening section, which is just a cutscene, obviously. This but this then might I, be a game where you maybe maybe if you like the story, maybe you'd like watching a playthrough. You know, yeah, maybe of, of someone playing. Yeah, it. you know what? I bet I would love watching somebody like speed run this game. I feel like mm-hmm. that would be really satisfying and like keep the cutscenes in so I can get the story or whatever. Because like I don't <laughs> I don't like playing it. <laughs> but i like looking at it i don't know that's kind of a weird thing to say like anyway <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i don't enjoy cuphead like it's just too hard for me um anyway uh okay let me uh talk a little bit about outriders this is the new game from people can fly published by square enix and last week we couldn't really play it because they were having a lot of server issues and we were trying cross play and it just did not work uh but i'm happy to report that it is pretty good um i have been playing solo um i tried to play with randoms and it it just like said like couldn't join like i think they're still having like multiplayer problems um so this is 
People Can Fly has said that it's not a live service game, but I think that's stupid. Like it, it totally is. I don't, I don't know why they're saying well, that. Yeah, why did they say that? I thought I that was a just... joke when people were saying that they they didn't say that. They didn't. They really didn't say that, or they really did say that. It's not. I a... think they did. Yeah, I think it did because it's totally That's a live. Crazy. Service that game. sounds like a hard drive article. You know what I mean? That doesn't seem right. yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. real. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Um. So, but anyway, yeah, you're going around getting loot and stuff. But I, I think the 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 the, the smart thing about this game is that it doesn't do anything new or revolutionary. Um, and it, it it's like it, it's basically a mixture of a lot of games that you've probably played before. But it does everything well. And I think that's what's important. It feels good. Um, it that sort of like a loot progression where you're like always getting new loot and you're always like um, like equipping the the new highest level gear you have. Um, I think that's really good. And it just feels good to play. It's really satisfying. And it does this really cool thing that I wish more games would do something like this. But basically, like it'll it'll throw you into a section and it might be hard. Like you might be slightly underleveled for it or whatever and like you might keep dying but the thing is is you keep leveling up like you keep gaining xp even after you die so like it's not like you die and then you get reset to the checkpoint uh it and you lose all your progress you gain you still keep all the xp so so even if you're continually trying over and over and over again you're still leveling up and eventually you're going to be high enough level to beat that section, right? So that's really, really smart. Uh, on the flip side, the checkpoints are fucking terrible. So, so that's kind of a problem where, like, uh, it, it, it just it puts you way too far back, I think. I think they need to have more checkpoints. But aside from that, I think um, this game is pretty good. Uh, I really like the way... <laughs> I like the way it looks. Everybody... It, it just looks like Gears of War, kind of everybody's like really big and chunky and they've got the big armor and stuff um i did a a boss battle with a big spider and it was fucking cool it was inside of a volcano and that sounds really cool it was fucking dude this boss was cool man it, it I, I don't know i don't know if i just like didn't expect this level of quality from a, a studio like this because they haven't really made a whole lot of games um they made a bullet storm and And they did uh, Gears Judgment. That's the Gears only Judgment, I know which of. like yeah. which like people weren't really hot about. So um yeah, oh and it does this other cool thing too. Uh it's called World Tier. And basically the world tier <clears throat> is essentially sort of like a difficulty level, but there are like, I don't know, ten different world tiers or or maybe eight or something. There's a lot of them. And uh y- the higher your world tier, the more difficult the enemies are, but the better loot you get. And I think that's really cool because you have all these different difficulty levels to, to choose from, and you can sort of change them on the fly, which I think is really cool. Like, if you're stuck on a section, you can just, like, flip down the world tier, and it, it, it'll it'll alter the, the gameplay, I think. That's really good. Um, one thing I will say is that I have uh, the, the story in this game, I, I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you what it is. Um, it's, it seems like it's pretty generic thus far. Uh, I think maybe Chris, when he is back on the show, he will probably talk a little bit more about the story because I just, I, like when there's a cutscene, I'm just like, dude, I just want to shoot the bad guys, man. Just let me shoot mm. the bad guys. Like, I, and I don't know if that's just me or if, it, if I had that happen in Doom Eternal. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to talk about all this. I'm trying to kill right. the demons. 
Yeah, just there's a they're the demons over there. You see them? I need to kill them. I don't I need, need to know to why they're here. I just let me go kill them. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think and and I don't know what it is, but I it, this game is just like it's like a popcorn game, you know? Mm. I'm just going around shooting the guys, but like it's uh it's it's got that that gameplay loop there that will keep you coming back because of the loot and all that. Um and the weapons feel good. There's a lot of weapon variety. Uh all the all the different classes have their own like abilities and stuff. I'm playing as a Techromancer, I think is what it's called. I'm gonna Google it to make I sure. I was playing I'm not... as a trickster. I haven't had a chance to play uh since we last tried to play, but I think I've played uh, the first like two, two hours or so. Oh, maybe, okay. Maybe maybe a little more than that. Um oh, okay, and cool. I'm just talking while you're looking that up. And I I like what I've played, but yeah. um Yeah, I really the wanna, I multiplayer wanna... issues, of course. I hope those get ironed out soon because that's uh, Well I think I think you and I could probably play together easily since we're both on Xbox. Mm. I'm playing it. On, I'm playing it on Xbox because I've got it through Game Pass. Uh, because Josh, what is Xbox Game Pass? It's the best deal in video games. It may even be the best deal. Like just ever. the best deal. I, yeah, that's the, the, <laughs> after the Bethesda thing. We should just now call it the best deal. The best. It's deal. just the best deal. Um. <laughs> uh. So I think maybe if you and I play together, we won't have as many problems. I I would assume. Although I couldn't. I don't know, man. I, I don't know what's going on. It's, it's a still, smaller it's, it's, it's still selling well, so that's cool. Like, it's the number one selling game in Xbox right now, which is not only a, um, you know, a, 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 good, a good for the game, but it's also kind of a good thing for Game Pass. Like, it shows people are trying the game out and being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so but good. yeah, it's cool. It's got, like, you know, your crafting and your leveling up and your skill tree and your weapons and your rarities and your all that all the stuff that you know from like a a loot shooter sort of video live service game so yeah it's cool um i'm gonna keep playing it because i think it's really satisfying and i'm curious to see how it evolves uh so yeah go play outriders go get it on game pass if you don't want to spend any extra money and support that team because i think it's a good game uh josh that's all i've got for this episode anything else you wanted to to mention before we wrap up uh i hope that mass effect legendary edition is in game pass yeah i don't think it will be but that would be cool but it will probably eventually be on game pass because it'll be on ea play yeah yeah and if and if if you have uh ultimate you get it you get that so event at the very least eventually it'll be on there but i don't think what do you think like launch you want it to launch on on i want it to i don't think it will though nah i don't think so yeah Okay, Josh, that's it for... I wanted to recommend your article, too. I put it in the bottom for a recommended reading, but Sony's disregard for the game preservation is bad for everyone, including developers, and Games Radar. That was That's a really good read. People should read that. Thank you for that. I'm very, very yeah. proud of that. That, I think, is... One, I think that's my favorite thing I've ever written because it's something that I feel very strongly about, and I got to do some reporting, which is really cool, uh i want to do more of that it's just hard Get, getting all that together is really hard because um number one getting people to re- to respond to you you know that's hard to do uh turning it into an article that proves your point is hard pitching it to it's just hard to get something asking like the that. right questions yeah there's a lot yeah, of a yeah. lot of stuff happening there yeah 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 getting getting all that up and running is difficult so thank you for that i'm very proud of, proud of that article um josh where can people find you when you're not on ActiveQuest? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at it's Dirk Jersh. Um, you can also find me on Retroware. Um, very busy. Might need to buy another <laughs> calendar. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah, and then my Condemned article will probably be live sometime next week, and um, I, I put a lot of time into that. Um, I think that'll cool. be good. And, uh, yeah, I, hopefully you see me in other places, too. I'm currently trying to pitch to a lot of places. A couple of things you... are kind of panning out. Uh, some of them I haven't heard back on yet, but... Yeah, you've been pitching a lot. I'm uh, I'm very impressed with the, <laughs> with all the pitching you've been doing, so good luck with all that. Thanks. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Joseph Yaden. You can find my work at Digital Trends. By the way, I'm going to make a little announcement here. It's nothing too major. I've joined the news team at Digital Trends, so I'm going to be covering news there, which I'm mm. so, so excited about. Uh, I am still on the Evergreen team, where I'm going to be updating articles and doing guides and stuff, but I'll also be covering news, so you guys can look forward to that. Um, and I have a couple things I'd like to plug, Josh, if that's okay with you. Yeah, yeah, plug them. So, of course, you can check out my uh, article at Games Radar about game preservation. I got to speak with a bunch of... Uh, PS Vita developers about uh, them, you know, Sony closing the store and all that, like we just discussed. So you can check that out. I've got, <laughs> I've got a tier ranking of every weapon in Warzone or every primary weapon, all seventy-five of them. Oh my I god! Ran- I've ranked them all. So you guys, you people who are uh, looking for, you know where your weapon of choice falls in the list. It's not, you know, I'm not the end-all be-all, but I, I like to think I know what I'm talking about with Warzone, so you guys can check that out. That'll be... Uh, I think post- you are the Warzone authority. If I had a Warzone oh, question, I would I would ask you. Okay, that's very sweet. Uh, um, that'll be going live sometime this week uh, over at Inverse, so you guys can check that out. Um, and then also, kind of in the same vein, um, I rounded up a list of the meta weapons uh, for Warzone over at VGC, which I'm very, very excited about because VGC is one of my favorite outlets. Thank you, um, Andy Robinson, for working with me on that. You all can check that out. Um, and then aside from that, I reviewed uh, It Takes Two over at Your Money Geek. You guys can read that as well. Um, and then I'm going to plug on behalf of Chris because I know he's uh, obviously he's not here, but I want everybody to know that you can check out Chris's uh, My Hero Academia podcast, Go Beyond. I'm not going to scream at the top of my lungs. Uh, <laughs> and then Chris writes for The Gamer as well. Uh, by the way, I've been watching My Hero Academia. A very good show. Hmm. Not, I, don't, I don't watch enough anime to make that assessment authoritatively. Authoritatively? Author- anyway. I don't watch enough anime. You are the Warzone authority. You are not the anime authority. Right. But I will say it's a pretty good show. Um, All right, Josh. That wraps it up. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for your time. Um, Thank you. What else? Thank you for... God, 115 episodes. Thank you for listening all these episodes. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for the reviews and stuff. That does does help us, like, get review codes and stuff, like... Getting yeah. review codes from Activision and, and, and Square Enix and stuff like that. That happens because of, you know, right. listening and it helps us give you that coverage. Yeah, exactly. So thank you, everybody. And uh, hopefully Chris will be back uh, up and running next With a vengeance. With a ve- back with a vengeance. And his yacht. Uh, and his... <laughs> We're going to bring that up and he's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to go eat some food. I, I just started oh, doing... Yeah. Uh, I just good. started doing uh, HelloFresh, which is the subscription food, because um, I can't go to the grocery store. I just can't. I, I'm quitting the grocery store officially. It's just done. 
you heard it here first, so I'm going to I'm going to go do that. Uh and it actually turned out really well. So, I'm going to go do that. Uh thank you everybody for listening, Josh. Thank you for your time and we will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye.